You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore? We are here to be your guides, your guardians. This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 60, recorded March 15th, 2020. The topic is the Dreaming City Lorebook Part 3. I am your host for this evening. My name is Orchid. I am Elamist. This is Hyven. This is Mrs. Hyven. All right. Because <laughs> that wasn't done a second time. <laughs> we encourage feedback. Uh, you can send us feedback on Twitter at guardians underscore lore. You can tweet at me at hey, it's Orchid. Uh, at Mrs. Hyven at Mrs. underscore Hyven and Elemist changed his name to be better at I underscore am underscore Elemist. Uh, you can also send us an email, uh, guardians underscore lore at outlook.com. Um, we are on Instagram at what Elemist likes to say is guardians so flore or guardians of lore. Yes, it's not just um, me that says it. I know. I started it. I just I um, love it. Yeah, but I yeah, am. I know. Yeah. I'm down for it. I like it. I dig it. Um, please leave us a review wherever you find the podcast, except on Spotify, because they don't do reviews. Um, and then let us know that you left us a review so we can read it and love it. Like someone just left us a review. Who was it last week? Yeah. Cave Play? I think it was. I believe it was Cave Play. Um, they, yes, Cave Play sent us a super awesome review on Apple Podcasts. Um, and it just seriously made our day. It was so sweet and so nice. Um, additionally, we've gotten actually another like five star review, just no comment. So we got two reviews this week, guys. Um, one with really a comment. Yeah, so Thank it was you. really exciting. We're up yeah. to 15 reviews on iTunes. Woo! So, now, yeah. the thing I want to point out is the amount of humor that gets added in is glorious as well. Oh, yeah, that was part part of yes. the review yeah mm -hmm. yeah people like us they really like us oh my god you're welcome oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> i don't know how to even act anymore um <laughs> just ignore me um but Except if you leave a review it i know i know this is the problem tonight i'm the host it doesn't work I, out guys i just woke up from a nap I was really tired. I did a lot of like sweaty trials last night and I just like I'm so tired. Hey, leave that for the twoggle. So tired. Okay. Um, if you leave us a review, then other people can find our podcast because that helps to make our podcast more visible. So if you have time, please leave us a review. We really appreciate it. And you can talk to us in our Discord. There's a share link on our Twitter. Um, my own Twitter has it somewhere. If you want to like dig through the mountains of tweets I have, like don't do that. Just ask me for a link and I'll send you one. I think it's also yep. pinned on the it's Guardian pinned on our homepage. Yeah. Oh, good. <laughs> um, you can also find our info at thelorenetwork.com alongside many impressive lore content creators and also us. <laughs> We're there. And then there's us. I and like that. Us. Many impressive content creators and us. And us. Yeah. We're there. Also, Way to upsell find, ourselves. You can get a store link there now. If you go <laughs> to thelorenetwork.com and you go to, uh, there's a tab outside of like the different content creators. I think it specifically says like stores or 
items. There's a better word for this, but I can't remember right now. Um, Apparel? Merch? Merch? Maybe maybe merch? Merchandise? Maybe? Let's see. All right, guys. We don't know how to get our own stuff. Store. So. It, never mind. It just says store. Um, <laughs> so if you're looking at the top bar um, and you go all the way over, it says store, and then you drop down, it officially has a link to our Teespring store on there. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're having trouble finding our Teespring store, I would suggest going to there. It's the uh, fastest and easiest way to find the link to our store. Once again, mm-hmm. that's on the lorenetwork.com. Shirts that you can expect to find there are Guardians of War shirt, as well as cheese is a meal, because we have decided that cheese is, in fact, a meal. Sorry, Alanis. Yeah. You lose. Flamin was on the fence about it last week, but he's wrong. He's too young to understand. Um, and he's just a baby. Next, he doesn't know. Next month, uh, April 1st, we'll be releasing Transition Brother. Um, it's Ooh. the closest we have to something in green april felt like green i was gonna do it because of saint patrick's day but i also just found out that that's this week so Oops. i'm wrong um yeah <laughs> but anyways that's Close what enough. you can expect next week or not next week next month um Whoa. yeah so transition brother will drop on april 1st um and that's as exciting as that announcement's gonna get yeah we're working on other shirts like um bump 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 goodbye and um tree search tree search junior tree, tree searcher, searcher. Mm-hmm. yes we've also discussed um our mini segments with smaller lore bites to be called little lores um so we're potentially discussing them some kind of little lore shirt um but yeah so once these we are make some, some little lores we'll think about it. yeah when we yeah, when we we actually do yeah. we've only done like two Actually, next week is kind of a little one, more. Two. You know, I just kind of want a shirt that says Twoggle on it. Yeah, there you go. We can make that happen for you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Uh, speaking of little lore, uh, streaming that we'll be streaming tomorrow at the time that this recording drops. Um, that'll be the 21st of March with Green Eyed Music Lover of Focus Fire Chat. Because I sent her a message and said, hey, do you want to be on our show? She's like, yeah. Yeah, she's very excited about the fact that she can curse on our show, you guys. Yeah. Apparently, she got very held back Mm -hmm. in that regard. Um. Yeah, (laughs) Blue's really holding her back, so we're just going to bring her to our show. So we're just going to steal her for, you know, a bit. You know Um, what? I told Blue he could come, too, and he's like, nah, I'm an adult. Oh, those are not his words. Yeah, no. He says he has to No, his his words were... It would be fine if he couldn't make it. His words were, "I have to check my schedule." Yes, which is adult for his little, no. his little no. minion is out of town this week, and he's going to have to be picking up said minion on Sunday. So it's just whether or not everything could correlate between the yeah. Two. Children obviously mm-hmm. come first, and I am obviously them. joking. Um, <laughs> but anyways, we yeah, so we're you. very You're excited about on. that. We're actually going to be wrapping up our fun Dreaming City. Um, discussion doing the uh dreaming city armor pieces next and just kind of like a general dreaming city awoken Awoken. finishing up some awoken madness thoughts on the whole awoken Awoken people we're about to get i I, I, I don't know like i'm gonna have to go back over all the old episodes and uh re-listen to all the awoken story yeah i know guys you want to hear all the awoken stuff we've ever done 
look in our back catalog for all of the <laughs> stories you could possibly listen to and more. All you guys really need to know is Mara Marchrido and they are life and that's all that matters. And it's not pronounced seizure. It's yeah. not pronounced seizure. That's true. We did learn. Today that. during one of our matches, I was about like Destiny was having a seizure. I was like, or sure I don't. You know, I heard they're going. interchangeable. She said that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so tomorrow we will be streaming with Green. Um, look to our Twitter for a specific time. It'll probably be around the thirty first for anyone who's Yeah, the thirty first. It'll probably be around eight or nine Eastern Standard Time. We just have to uh work out the rest of that schedule with um Orchid and Green since they are in different time zones. Um but yeah, check Twitter for the official time and mm-hmm. we look forward to um chatting with you guys there. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. I mean, you guys will, at this point, you'll already know about it, because I'm sure I'll start tweeting about it right after this, so. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I'll be really annoyed yeah. about it all week. Oh, yeah. You're pretty funny. I mean, no, you're not annoying. Nah. She's, She's funny in her tweets, so. <laughs> yeah. So I've, there. I've been, yeah, I officially gave her the login to our Instagram and our Twitter, because honestly, like, what am I even doing anymore? You're you're Man. the editing of the podcast now. That's true. I am. Or kids officially are going to be a social media correspondent because she's far funnier than I am. Gosh. I still have the login to it all. So don't worry if you guys want to get into a full on gift war with me. Yeah, that's Mrs. Hyvin's thing. I will still <laughs> be there. Yeah, no, she'll probably. And I'll usually come in like an hour it. late and go. Did I miss anything? Yeah, <laughs> you did. Good job. Everything. Congratulations. All right. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to our toggle. This week at Guardians of Lore, 20 minutes max is what the show notes say. We are starting at 5.55 my time. I was like, what? Yeah. 5.55? Yeah. Oh, 5.55 my time. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. there are a couple notes here. Um, the first one, Trials, who went flawless? I did. Not me. Not me. Nope. All right. Well, that was quick. Orchids officially voted off this island. Yeah. Nope. Hate what, her. What, right. uh, what system did you end up doing it on? Did you know PC. Play, you went on PC? No, really. Oh, so where did you find yeah. a group? You just OG? I have a lot of friends. Yeah, I have a lot of friends. I don't know about that. Just the other day this you were playing PC by now. yourself. I have a lot of friends who are on every system. Okay. Well, very mm-hmm. nice. I'm going to shout out my friend Corey. Thank you, Corey. That's it. Okay. All right. Um, thanks, Corey. The next one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Corey. How much does hard light need to be nerfed? Oh, my God. All the nerf. We were in Clash the other day, and we were playing on the donut map, and they were just ricocheting the rounds yeah. all throughout the donut. No. And I, I just hated yeah. my life so much. I'm happy that it's finally, it's, you know, an auto rifle that's needed love its whole life, and it's finally got some love. Uh-huh. I think the one thing they could do to nerf it without killing it is just make the ricochets maybe only bounce once um, because what happens is they'll bounce like three times down like hallways and you won't and be able to see where, where you're getting shot from. And when a whole from. team is doing it, it just gets overkill. Mm-hmm. So maybe just, I like the idea of ricochet rounds, but there's not a lot of skill, I feel like, when you can just have them bounce off of like 12 walls. Like a thousand times? Yeah, it's pretty rough. So first off, it's that auto rifle that never got any love and it's the moment it got too much love, it's now like starving. Um, 
second off, I, th- like the nerf that I I was thinking of, instead of the ricochets doing, you know, double damage, they should do half damage. Yeah. That way, if you're getting hit by a ricochet, that's you know all the way across the map. It's not going to kill you within seconds, yeah. or at least like equal damage, and just have like one or so bounce. I think it's just hard when you're playing and you don't know where you're getting shot from because it yeah. is bouncing off multiple walls and it's doing so mm-hmm. much damage. If more than one person's hitting you, there's just not a lot of options. And on maps like Retribution, where it's just one mm-hmm. big donut and the whole team has it, it's just there's no way to walk anywhere. So I'm glad that auto rifles are getting a little bit of love. But if you've noticed, I found a lot more hard light than Suros. And I think Suros is probably a more solid just like auto rifle, but I've seen a lot of the ricochet yes. rounds. Suros was what I was using. Yeah. I like I like Suros. I was wrecking face with Suros. I love Suros. Very nice. Yeah. It feels different I, now than it used to. I never thought I would say I miss the shotgun meth meta. I don't know about that. Because no, I hate I hard light that much. <laughs> I, I don't know if I hated that. Yeah, I think hard I don't think auto I think they put auto rifles in a nice spot, but I think hard light just needs a little bit dialed back. Like I like that you can actually fire it without camera f- shake and muzzle flash and all that kind of stuff. I think it's just the ricochet damage and stuff that maybe could be twerked and worked, tweaked and worked. So twerked, yeah. Guys, hmm. did you know that Animal Crossing it comes out in five days? Oh my gosh! I used to play a lot of Animal Crossing, but then I was like, what am I actually doing? Nothing. Um, you're living <laughs> in a village. And you're the only human that lives in a village of animals, and they're using you as slave labor to harvest all of their fruit and vegetables and get fish from the sea. Mm-hmm. I've never played an Animal Crossing game, so this is going to be I an interesting played. experience. It's I not. Love I, I liked Animal Crossing, but eventually I realized that I prefer a little bit more complexity in like the game. So I'll play like something that requires like I don't know, like Ark Survival Evolved. You know, you you build and you can fish and all that stuff. But it's like super involved. But Animal Crossing's not bad. Ark is so sweaty. It's, if you play it's on Animal Crossing. Server. Oh yeah, the official. Don't play on official so servers. Toxic. We have our own yeah, server. Don't do that. Yeah. It's made no, to you be. You have to like build a raft out in the ocean with all your stuff on it and hope no one sees it, so you don't lose it. There's a problem with Alpha Tribes where they just run the whole server there. But yeah. Mm-hmm. What is Animal Crossing coming out for? What Switch? Uh Switch. Switch. Cool. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I still play it on my 3DS, New Leaf. I haven't finished Pokemon on my Switch, so. Neither have I. Yeah. I don't I haven't Pokemon. finished my second I one on Pokemon, Pokemon, but I haven't played it. I haven't played my Switch much. I don't know. Like I said, it was going to be a great mobile friends, device. Simon. Yeah, just because I haven't played it for so long. Honestly, heck, now that I got a, a laptop also, I just take my PC gaming everywhere if I want to play mobile. Yeah, I just realized what the date was. I was really excited. <laughs> I don't know. The only person I know that's as excited as me is Beard Grizzly. Yeah, I happen to know he likes Animal Crossing. I think you guys talked <laughs> yes. about that once. We talk about it a lot, yeah. I think it's more um, of the fact that it's just a relaxing game. It is. It is, it is pretty yeah. relaxing. I and, spent a and lot of time on one of the DS versions. He needs that. Yeah, everybody needs that. <laughs> yeah. I'm bad at especially after the comp matches I did today. Yeah, I'm I'm bad. Games are not what I do for relaxing. I do them for why is everything out of stock? What do you mean everything? What are you trying to buy? 
I just went to one in Walmart app just to like see if I could place a Walmart pickup order because that's how I normally do life. First of all, there's not even any slots for the next week. And then I was like, okay, well, let me just go remind myself what I normally purchase so I can go in and get it myself. No, Cheerios, out of stock. Pop-Tarts, out of stock. Nature Valley Bars, out of stock. Tuna, out of stock. But pure vanilla extract is out of stock? <laughs> well, do you know what? When I have to go into a quarantine bunker, the first thing I want to do is bake some goddamn cookies. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> like, don't worry about lemonade. What is this blast from the past? Oh, there, you guys. <laughs> like... <laughs> Everything's out of stock. That was a very underrated Brendan Fraser movie. It really was. I like that movie. I don't think I ever saw that. I see no man is better. Don't understand oh my right God, now. Yes. Um, our last thing we have on here was how awesome was it to wreck Focus Fire chat last night? It was all the awesome. Okay. I so mean, I'm so sorry. Unaware we were guests <laughs> on Focus Fire chat. We were supposed to do an updated Inquisition of the Damned. Um, kind of like in depth to talk about all the lore from that book that we've not done on the show yet. But it's we... scheduled to be our next one, mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. Um. We, uh, but yeah, we just we went broke. in and talked about horror stories, and then played Crucible. Yeah, right. You guys got you guys got a successful <laughs> top three done, and then just descended into. And just then we just broke everything. Then we everyone yelled at me and huh? to go play Crucible with us. No, 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 no. Yeah, I yelled yeah. at Man at Arms to come play with me. No, and then he played with us. You guys were all on Xbox, and I was all alone. And then he comes and joins you guys. Yeah, he made up for it by being Twitter friends with me. So <laughs> disappointing. It was uh, it was awesome. It was mm-hmm. like we totally yeah, derailed them, and I kind of feel bad about it, but I also kind of don't. It was because fun. We I'm had a so good sorry. time. Blue and green. I am sorry that we derailed your podcast, but sorry, not sorry. Just I mean, yeah. like, you know, it'd be one of those things where if we had a real podcast, I'd be afraid that, like, green would be like, all right, I'm going to go mess up their shit now. But, like, it's already so messed up. She you can't, can't come and mess up. <laughs> you can't exactly. make a house so messy. It's already messy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, not true. That's just a thing. Our house has got continually <laughs> messier like, over the week. <laughs> oh my God, so. I did straighten up the house recently. It's not just you, it's so the dogs. so hard. Yeah, the dogs. Okay, look at this, you guys. I really Half of their toys are just, sh- they are little pieces, are shreds of fabric. You see this? Oh my God. It's all over the floor. Like That's snow. Everywhere, though. Fuzz. Everywhere. Their favorite toys, especially Kona, is little shreds, like the little everywhere. legs of the animals. Oh, so, yeah. I, we don't have to buy toys if we let her play with the carcasses for a while, but eventually yeah. they're all over the Every place, and I just can't we'll stand it anymore. Toy, and that's what happens because Callie is like weirdly smart and understands that like she doesn't need to pull and rip and tear; she just needs to find the stitching. Yeah, she just undoes the stitching. She's there we- scary good. She will locate where the stitching is in her toy and pull out just the stitches, and then grab like, her squeaker and then leave the carcass crazy. for Kona to chew up. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Like, she understands stitching. <laughs> Callie's the kind of dog she that, like... weak spot. Callie's the kind of dog that if she were a human, she would murder somebody, pull out their heart, and then say, okay, here, honey, have the rest of the body. <laughs> kind of. That's exactly what she does. She, we got another, she, got a to- <laughs> she wanted a toy when we were at the store the other day. Um, brought it home, and not even five minutes, probably like a minute or two, 
they're just both chewing on this fresh squeaker. And I look and she is just, you flip over the back and she's just very delicately opened up its back, pulled out the squeaker and her and Kona played with it. And then she like, and she like undid the stitching on the hands of this toy so she could get the rope away. She's just so goofy. And then she just doesn't care. That's impressive. Did she get the rope completely off? No, she undid one of the hands. she undid one of the hands. Didn't destroy it, just undid the stitch. Like, that no is impressive. To the hand, just the stick. And then she's not interested in it anymore. And then Kona does what she wants to. She cracks me up. Anyway. Right and now. I just realized I was still in like the top three mindset. Just horror. <laughs> oh, I just bought a new cat toy for Toki and Pickle today. It is a eggplant kicky toy. <laughs> All right. I forgot <laughs> most of this stuffing. That way... It's mostly just a crack. Yeah, we really should just take out all the stuffing and their toys so they don't. They That's my oh my god, she's still dog. there. My little no, demon. No, she just jumped back up there. Okay. Hi, Kona. Want a toy? I made it more of a carcass for you. All right. Well, <laughs> should we move on? So thou hast summoned. No, we don't yeah, have, we don't to, have to spend minutes. all 20 minutes on the toggle. Yeah. Nope, I have I nothing else except that I'm tired. Guys, <laughs> well, we only have three cards today, you guys. So you guys were so efficient last week. Good we because it's more. it's we're recording on a Sunday and we were most likely have to we go didn't to work understand tomorrow. So. Anything? <laughs> like, we're like, well, this is a weird card. Let's move on. <laughs> yep, right, like that's exactly what it was. <laughs> I like did were... enjoy listening to the <laughs> everyone's been murdered and jumped there. off the cliff. Let's move on. Uh, like it was heavy. literally three cards of like. That was dark. That's kind of dark. The fuck? Oh, a ceremony. Yeah, that was it. Like, there there wasn't a whole lot of depth. No. (laughs) So maybe we'll get something else today. Maybe. I don't know about that, though. Maybe not. It's still the transition. Here's the brief intro to the topic. Um, The last part of this book mostly takes place between our guardian capturing Skullus and the arrival of Oryx. So for people who played D1, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few entries jump around. Um, it's you can still get the entries by doing. Still, it just still says doing stuff on the Dreaming City, guys. You do lost sectors, blind well, send in challenges. You know all those things that we've all forgotten to do at this point because it was over a year ago. It's just a whole lot of stuff. It's the stuff. It's just so all that stuff. stuff. It's all the stuff. Yeah, if you think of something on the Dreaming City, it counts as stuff. Go find those Ascendant chests. You know, go jump Mm -hmm. through those space buttholes. The only thing that doesn't work is like blindly shooting in the air, spinning around in circles, I'm pretty sure. But pretty much, you can do it. Yeah, but with hard light, at least it would look cool. Yeah, and maybe you'll get a hit if you shoot off a rock. (laughs) Never know. Right, like you'll ricochet off a rock and somehow end up in like a public event yeah you never know yep mm-hmm. that's true um so for the first two parts um please listen to the previous two episodes episodes 58 and 59 guys this is the 10th episode i've been on with you as a host oh yeah yay yeah that's exciting. All right, Alamis, you're reading the lore book Riven. Yep. I'll be reading the entry Riven. Mara sits cross-legged in the canopy shade of Riven's wing. 
she wets the pad of her thumb with the tip of her tongue, then uses the moisture to hold a bundle of fresh-picked asphodelia in place. She ties off the stems with a length of silk-spun gold thread, then begins the mindless busywork of braiding in all the expected accoutrement. A serrated fang, a shotgun shell, a cloudy amethyst crystal. Riven turns to watch. On this day, her head is the size of a fallen pike. She is vibrant blue with a yellow and red crest, and her pupils are crescents within her lidless eyes. After a time, she says, Malad is dead, but you make him no bouquet. Mara looks up, struck by the novelty of the moment. She studies Riven and swallows the first words that come to her tongue, which are, Malad's bones are whispering at this very moment on Venus. Instead, she asks, You mourn him? That crescent pupil contracts as thin as a sickle's edge. No. Having found the answer, Mara resumes her work. A while passes in silence until she says, Ahamkara have no traditions. No. No sentiment. No. Mara bites off a piece of thread. Why did you allow my brother to spirit you away? You know this truth, wise queen. He is so full of succulents. Hmm. And why do you roost here, when there is rich hunting beyond my reef? Truly, I say to you. Here Mara hides a small smile. The Awoken have entrusted what will be to you their queen, and thus they are all dry as a stone to me. Pleasantly so, for wetness is sweet feed, but dry stone is a friendly basking place. You, you are as hot and flat as the plateaus of mercury, and your heat stirs my blood to move. Mara nods and says nothing more, though she thinks a while on the three-parted curse used by Ahamkara to mark their prey, the shackle between appellated and ap appalling. When she finishes her memorial bouquet, she unfolds herself and rises to stretch. Riven does the same, and as she relaxes, she spreads and shuffles and shakes her pinions until they all lie straight. The land around them is shapeless rock that will become an abad to those left behind. Mara will honor her enemies and friends alike in stone. She will build grand cathedrals veneered in amethyst and agate. Riven butts her rounded snout under Mara's hand and waits. Let us find Kelda, Mara says. All right, so where should we start here? Riven and Mara having a conversation. It appears uh, another Ahamkara that Riven knew has died, and we see that Ahamkara don't really have any type of 
funerals, traditions, really much even mercy, not mercy, but sentiments towards their fallen kind. And once again, we see Riven shape-shifting into another new form. Um, who knows what she might be able to transform into. And then there is some conversation that <laughs> I don't know where There's to go with this. There's a lot of sexual innuendo that makes everyone very uncomfortable. Because the whole time, In everyone is reading into sexual innuendo into this. Um, I could not. I'm just over here all just shocked at what we were listening to. I was just here playing solitaire, trying to give my hands <laughs> you know, focused on the words that were being read and then LMS just started to say some of the dirtiest things. My goodness. What kind of podcast are we running here? Oh my. I was watching St. 14 dancing to hard bass. Well, I also watched that because Orchid sent Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm the one who had to say Aldrin was. Hey, I'm the one who had to say Aldrin was full of succulents. I mean, come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. I'm just saying, I'm getting back into cows and his sweet meats. Mm. Right? Yeah. Wetness <laughs> is sweet feed. I mean, that's Mara is definitely a better mental picture than Callus. So. Nope. Yes, that's. Very oh yes. True. <laughs> but anyway, what I mean, actually what? is being discussed here? You know. Because I missed last episode, <laughs> I might be a little out of place. I did too. No, but uh, honestly, no. last episode, I don't know how last yeah. episode ties in at all, other than the fact that Petrovenge becomes the Queen's Wrath. But we already know that. But like, what yeah. those other I mean, three cards were saying? Last week's entries. Last week's entries were a lot of standalone entries. Yeah, I was about to say. The, there this wasn't whole a book cohesive is, story. Yeah, this whole book is kind of like a lot of short stories about different times in the Dreaming City. And this, for me, is kind of just a little bit of a conversation into, or a look into the conversation between Mara and Riven. And I don't really know how much else you can kind of read into this. Um, the only thing is Mara ends with Let Us Find Kelda. Which, if we go all the way back to the beginning, you know, Kelda Waj was all the craziness that started all the tech units talking in unison and eyes bleeding and all kinds of crazy stuff and prophecies being yeah. spoken. And so it looks like they're looking to get some maybe understanding. You know, that was kind of what led to the whole Oracle engine. So it, it, it appears that they are moving to further enact whatever Mara is planning at this point that involves mm-hmm. wetness and <laughs> yeah it does curses <laughs> we do get something mara says oh talks about uh there's a three-parted curse used by ahamkar to mark their prey which is kind yeah. of interesting yeah yeah i thought that was interesting too um that makes me think have we seen all three parts of riven's curse um would maybe number one be aldrin number two be the whole curse in the dreaming city and we haven't seen the third or was the dreaming city the final enactment and maybe the second one had to deal with like us going into the raid but that just made me think a little bit are we waiting for maybe a next step you know the three-part curse i don't know if we've seen all three parts i think you could probably speculate either way but i could totally see 
um, you know, Riven coming back into play, which would be kind of cool if Riven can kind of play a little bit of a part in the whole, like, Sabathun might have instituted this whole plan, mm -hmm. but, like, Riven gets the last word. That would be kind of cool. That'd be interesting. I'd like that a lot. So, the word appellate, uh, especially of a court concerned with or dealing with applications for decisions to be reversed. Mm -hmm. That's quite interesting. So it's talking about the shackle between appellated and appalling. Yeah. So, I mean, so would that be the, the distance? So this the shackle between the possibility of curses being reversed and just what appalling just on the curse itself? I'm not quite sure how to read into that, but uh, I, I don't either. Just the fact that that talks about curse possibly being reversed is quite interesting. Uh, and then because it's because it's talking about prey, and yeah. like as far as we know, the prey that that Riven actually was going after was us, like our guardian. Yeah, the Awoken in the Dreaming City were just a byproduct. But was it our guardian, or was it just guardians in general? Canonically, it's our guardian. Um, yeah. but like going meta a bit, it's the very first fire team that completed last wish yeah i would agree with that because the her whole plan was to come in there in an act like she she set about this whole plan but only having partial really control of her own actions because she was taken and i would say that like her goal was to attract a fire team to enact one last wish that like motto of that raid and so yeah i think technically if you wanted to go very meta it would be the first the, the 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 people who cleared the raid which the way bungie does everything our guardian is always that guardian yeah or our fire team and honestly i don't know if they've ever quite explained how like because obviously six raids are always six people and we're always referred to as the guardian not like the fire team so that's one of those like fourth wall breaking kind of things i think you have to yeah. check at the door a little bit mm -hmm. but yeah i would say then so then if, if we would say that we're the prey then i would go back to that the dreaming city's curse was part and that aldrin was maybe the prerequisite to getting there and so maybe we haven't seen the third i don't think there's anything else we can say about this card no except that um i missed some of it and then frantically typing wait what the fuck is this is this porn what <laughs> in our group chat nope that's all my ears don't hurt. think so as far as we know <laughs> oh. wetness is sweet feed Ugh. hot and flat it's so cringy right it's not just me ew ew that's it's something to definitely damn. not say on your next date yeah your sweet feet. <laughs> Ew. Are you ready? Ew. Wetness is sweet feed. <laughs> Instant nope. Sweet Instant nope. God damn it. Destiny is gross. I got sweet meats. I got sweet feed. All right. What's up with all this sweet stuff going on? All right. I'm ready to move on if you guys are. And Hyven gets the fun card.
All right. Re-extinction. She has ruined everything. Such blind ignorance. We are lost. Hurry. He will recruit them all if we do not act now. What can we do? Done cannot be undone. Everything is lost. Kill them where they creep and crawl. Let their bones whisper not. The children. They are not our children. We have no time for sentiment. It is this where we lay ourselves bare before the veil. No, no. We must be, for he takes them all. Imagine his power. Reach together now. No, no, no. That our touch be lethal. Riven. We will it so. The dreamer is lost. Call the rest. That our judgment be true. We will it so. I know this is our first comment on this, but I don't even know what I'm commenting on. Yeah, oh, what? You got something? Okay, so <laughs> this is the nine. Well, yeah, I mean, you, sorry, yes. That as is, you can yeah, tell, like, with, with all the weird the, the text, text. This is the nine. You, uh, yes. you just said you couldn't get anything out of it. <laughs> okay, fine, shut up. I've got this. You as a listener probably didn't understand because you can only see it through the visual text, but this is the nine talking to each other. Yes. We have Too bad Mrs. Hyven wasn't reading it with all of your weird accents. <laughs> Right? Oh, what a good time. From what I understood, there were only five of the nine there. Yeah, I didn't go uh, through and look at them all, but I didn't. it didn't appear for there to be nine different writing forms no. there. Um, but we do know they're divided, so this is maybe the one group. <clears throat> the larger group. Yeah. Um, and they're talking specifically about the Ahamkara. This is about the Ahamkara hunt. So we know that the nine were using the Ahamkara to actually create bodies for themselves. Or at least some type of understanding of paracausal nature with the hopes right. of separating themselves from our physical universe. Right. So when the, the Guardians started killing the Ahamkara, this is the nine's reaction. They are just freaking the hell out. Um, my question is so who are the people we have she ruined everything we have um, reference to the children and we have for um, before he takes them all imagine his power um, so I, w I would think that the children they might be referring to the ahamkara correct worrying and that's about, how I took it that's how I got it worried about their destruction um, but she has ruined everything. Could that be referred to possibly? I'm thinking that's Mara. I was going to say, could that be Mara or quite possibly Riven for not caring about helping enact the death of her kind? Um, but then we also have the. I I don't think it's Riven. 
Yeah. I'm because just... otherwise they wouldn't like the last little bit where they actually do mention Riven, it seems like um it's not as harsh. Yeah. I agree with uh, Mara. I think Mara's plot I don't know if we actually ever get confirmation of this 100%, but her plan was always to have the last Ahamkara. And now I'm not trying to say that she instituted the Ahamkara hunt, but she might have had a hand in in it in a way that, you know, her larger plan could have been to have the power of the uh, only Ahamkara. You know, there was a reason that Riven was kept secret, and maybe that is why they refer to her as ruining everything. Um, but really, my question is, we, we must, before he takes them all, imagine his power. Could that be referred to Oryx? I think that's Oryx. Because at this point, um, I'm taking this as like, right in that, you know, Oryx arrival. Yeah. So he's already taken Riven and... Mara has yet to die or has died. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, like, Riven's already taken, and the nine are like, our children are, are dying, they're dead. He's taking, you know, the last one that we have. Yeah. You know, that is interesting to me, because if we're going to... Re- so, yeah, I agree that it's definitely referring to Oryx taking Riven as he'll take them all. But if we're thinking about him taking Ahamkara, does that mean that there are other Ahamkara in existence at this point? Based on what we know, the great Ahamkara hunt happened a long time ago. So... I'm I'm going to point you to a line from Last Wish. Okay, Riven is known as the last known Ahamkara. Okay, that's a good point. So... They the always left referring. it open like that. That is true. Well, that would be quite interesting. They could be then referring to Mara ruining everything with basically her dying. Maybe they knew what she was doing, but her dying, her whole plan to get taken into the throne world, that might in their mind be ruined because she left Riven's power, pretty much gave it to Oryx. And then Oryx took the last Amkara. However, they know that there are more somewhere in this universe, and this is where they start to freak out. Um, granted, we know that the Nine eventually changed their focus from Ahamkara to Guardians for the reason that Ahamkara have died out. Now, I would say that's not because they're all 100% dead. It could just be because they're not a convenient source anymore because there's few, and they could be scattered through the universe for all we know. But I don't know. I think this, this is a yeah. very interesting card. You could speculate a lot, but I think you can kind of get a lot out of um, some of the but intentions like, of the it, Nine. It's just like everything else with the Nine. It's a lot of speculation. You could piece yeah. together some stuff, but the true meaning is probably going to be lost on us because we have no idea what else is going on in the universe. Yeah, you're right, and... I think it's just the fact that we we really don't get a lot of information. Basically, it's just Riven is not really that useful to them anymore. And kind of everything that's happened up till now, it's just kind of is. And we're still waiting with no answers. 
we just see that somebody else had a common interest in the Ahamkara other than just like Oryx, Mara. So, yeah. yeah. More knowledge, just... but no real answers. I think the nine are just as curious as everyone else is about the Ahamkara, and this just really shows it that even though they're part of a collective, they all have their own kind of thoughts about things. You, you know kind of what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think people, the, the nine are not an entity. They are, yeah. let's say, like a race of beings. And yeah, yeah, there's individuals involved. And they're not exactly a hive mind kind of mm -hmm. thing. I sometimes forget that because we always just refer to them as the nine and not remember that they're yeah. individuals. <laughs> I think we're good on this card. All right, well, I'll take us into the next card. We are going to read our last card for the Dreaming City, and that is Savin, or Savin. I've heard of both those. <laughs> okay. Now in time, Aldrin, Queen's brother, returned to the reef with a new creature. He had killed it twice in ambush, he said, to be certain it could not die. It had once been an awoken man, and recognizing it, Mara turned away from her plans for the Dreaming City and watched it coolly. It is a guardian, she said. Once it was Chao Mu. He had left the reef alone, knowing that he could never return to see his family again, to repair a failing climate controller and what had once been Earth's Gobi Red Basket. He had said he could not bear to watch the world wither. Bow before the queen, Aldrin said, giving him a shove. The awoken man looked at him, then back at Mara. Your majesty, he said bowing. Mm, let me do it again. The awoken man looked at him, then back at Mara. Your majesty, he said, bowing. My name is Savin. You do not remember your wives? He did not. You do not remember your child, who is now a hundred and ten? He did not. You do not remember your passion, which was the insulation of minutely sensitive detectors from all but the most specific and subtle radiations? He did not, except that he said he could touch magnetic fields and loved to tweak the minuscule weaves of the circuits in his road. He had a zoo-goer's enthusiasm for particle physics. To what do you owe your loyalty? Your Majesty. Savin, who was Chao Mu, said, My ghost told me that I am a guardian of the traveler, reborn in its light. It was not a day old when your brother waylaid me. And he caused to appear from his body a machine like a sphere cradled in a broken cube, which bobbed impertinently and blinked at the queen. You'll make an enemy of the city and every guardian in it if you keep us against our will, the machine warned them. But we would gladly be your allies if you deserve it. The city has no idea of your existence 
exempt fate myths among the awoken on earth. Does it speak for you? The queen challenged Savin, who was Chaomu. I speak for myself, Savin, who was Chaomu, answered. Behold, and he drew forth from the quantum vacuum a shrieking singularity, which he held between his hands and then telescoped down into nothing. Are you intrinsically good? The queen asked. I hope so, he answered. The queen knew this was a lie or a misapprehension. She was aware of the risen and the fiefdoms they had sometimes enabled. However, perhaps the ghosts that had made the risen were destroyed or became enlightened. Now the queen asked the Tekians to assess the differences between the Chao Mu they remembered and the Savin returned as a guardian of the traveler, using their most sensitive physical and psychological tests. Most of all, though, the queen was curious about the reaction of her Ahamkara, which had begun to salivate and to assume a form more like the guardian expected, monstrous and befanged. But her brother whispered urgently to her, We must know how to kill it, Mara. There are more every day. Savin the guardian showed a tremendous fondness for doing things. He had a pathologically task-oriented nature, which made him very useful to the reef. Yet there was always the sense that his ghost was watching, observing, reporting. And Savin was most of all greedy, not in the grasping manner of the petty, but in an enormous, all-consuming way, for he desired materials and experiences that would temper him into a better guardian. And he was always experimenting with his strange powers and foolish ways that left him briefly dead, seeking a new super ability or some way to make my grenades faster. He grew tired of performing trivial tasks about the reef, complaining that the dangerous repairs he were he made were endless and boring, and that he wanted to move on to new worlds. He leapt into space, repeatedly and without reason, as if his death were no more traumatic than a hop off a curb. Obsessed with reward and efficiency, he would rather do one profitable thing a thousand times than waste his efforts on a less beneficial novelty. By the end of her acquaintance with Savin, Mara had decided she did not like this traveler and what it did to people. Yet, she had also decided that she felt a strange kinship and sympathy for it. This concerned, desperate god making infinite sacrifices out of its people. Perhaps the earth would be better off if the traveler vanished or was destroyed, she thought. Even in the reef, she felt as if she were living next to a torch held up in a dark wilderness, calling out across the galaxy to hungry things with too many eyes. I feel like she's calling us out as guardians in general in this i love this card i love oh this no card so much like this is oh bungie calling us out as guardians yeah. Yeah. i love I the whole love the line that stuck that with me was obsessed with reward and efficiency he would rather mm-hmm. do one profitable thing a thousand times than waste his efforts on a less beneficial novelty and that yes. is just calling out to or every single grindy into the air randomly exactly yeah i mean that's literally yeah. that whole paragraph like even the part about him jumping off us. the reef yeah. to death 
You could say that's a warlock being a Thanatonaut, or you could refer to all the times as Guardians, we jumped off the reef just to kill ourselves. How how many times have we jumped off the tower? I know, but I just love that. How many times have we jumped off the reef, though? I know, but I love, the first thing people did when we got to the reef, because it was just openness, was just jump off for the hell of it. I jumped off of it, yeah. Yeah, a lot of it, it was how far can I float until mm-hmm. I fall. Yeah, it was fun death. on like or like the the zero gravity mm-hmm. maps in like Crucible. It was fun to just mm-hmm. die and watch your body float around. Yeah, yeah. But no, th- this is calling us out, like the oh, actual yeah. player base. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I love it's it. them going like, look at all these loot cave. Stupid things you do. It, oh, right, cave. right. I love loot cave. I miss loot cave. Right, like this is pointing Power out girl. every stupid little thing that we as players do. Yeah, yep. I like I, it. I do love the callback into the lore, though, that like for these reasons, Mara didn't trust the traveler because how it made people. And I, I kind of love that because when we think about guardians, we often talk about you know lore wise, do we really have free will? You know, with no memory, we have this inherent drive to just mm-hmm. get more to basically kind of be the ultimate like war machine almost even if right. you know as players it's just frivolous fun but you go like lore wise it's we're literally kind of like power hungry war machines kind of and i find that interesting yeah. that like there's a like mara doesn't like the traveler for that reason too the same reason some in the community think the traveler is not all happy butterflies oh and you mean like that how it's Mrs. evil and I exactly think the traveler is evil yeah because it is. Because yeah. it is. Hashtag evil traveler. <laughs> yeah. I, and just, we also see that once again, reminder that guardians have no memory. Poor Savin apparently had multiple wives, and I don't remember if it mentioned children, but no yeah, memory of them. One child. Yeah. No interest in them. Who was 110 years old. Yeah. That's it? Wow. What a deadbeat dad that he left when his kids right. were 110. I know. Such a young right? Boy. And it also appears Clearly that Seven, Social Security. Why Seven was not probably the first guardian. Well, it, Seven could have been the first guardian that Mara saw. It's, we know that the it s- sounds like she knew of the guardians, but yeah. this is the first one she spoke to. Yeah, it sounds like Aldrin and some of the people out in the field had seen guardians because they reported about how their numbers grew. But mm-hmm. I think this is not just the first awoken guardian, but the first guardian, and definitely the first guardian awoken guardian that like she could say you know i knew you at one point and especially since mara has that like mental connection to all the awoken and then it's Mm -hmm. kind of like a i i want to see what you're like and like it appears that there's no connection anymore which is probably i would say that's kind of like disheartening not even disheartening almost scary threatening the authority if you're a queen and your servant so you kind of have mental telepathy with just like die come back with superpowers and that connection's just broken and you have no say over them anymore mm-hmm. like that's a little bit threatening so like yeah i feel like mara was originally threatened by the traveler now i think she's like oh hell i can use these guardians because they're so loot hungry just throw them a little bit of something and they'll do whatever i ask but i think for a time she was this is why mara in my opinion is such a good strategist she takes the time to assess like all situations and like she's ready to like change her plan whenever she needs to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I think that's it. I think that's Is it. Is there anything man. else on this card? 
I still laugh at how this is poking fun at us. Oh yeah, that whole paragraph is just like it's so just much. that whole paragraph. The whole seven from the seven, the guardian showed a tremendous fondness all the way to that. If you go back and read, it's hilarious. It's just look at all the little details and just think of yourself as a guardian and how you've probably because, done every single right, one of these things. Right, obsessed I with reward and efficiency. One of these things. Obsessed with reward and efficiency. That's all how many... YouTube is. Like Exactly. We just wait for guys to put out like what's the most efficient way to level up your guardian so you can do trials and not get wrecked in the How face. can I not do the or content? How do you get this item? Yeah. It's like how can I level up and do as little content as possible? How do I do faction tokens? Oh, that one lost sector, and I can just jump to the end and kill the guy, grab the thing, run out, and then open the chest again a hundred times. Perfect example. Right. I mean, I have to give props to, like, the community for finding, like, you know, Destiny made the game. It's a looter shooter, like, like this. And so I give props to everyone who, like, learns the intricacies of how to do it the most effective and the fastest. But that is just yep. literally, like, how games are and just, like, life is now. Whatever's is the most yeah. like beneficial and efficient. No, we don't got time yeah. for that. Fun. And mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure That's I've told fun. Mrs. Hyven at one point, I'm not doing this for fun. This is the grind, babe. Uh -huh. Fun? <laughs> yeah. Why have fun? Just equip a hard light and shoot around a corner. I mean what what? That is fun. Bitter much? To yeah. who? Yeah. To, to who? me. The, people the one that's the killing you. <laughs> I hope, you know, I always, I did wonder, like, how many of those people have the hard light catalyst done. I just like that people will use a weapon and just, like, love, like, right now, Orchid's loving that she's killing people with hard light. But I don't remember yeah. specifically, but I remember not that long ago, you complained about some other gun or something. And, like, everyone has that. It's like, I hate this gun. And then next season, you're like, uh. finally, I have the power. <laughs> Oh, I was probably, I was really tired of being killed by a Crimson because it would give them an overshield Maybe, immediately. That's so, the meta. I feel like playing, everyone has their season. Yeah. And then there are some mm -hmm. people who will just like, me personally, my fun is kind of just using whatever I feel comfortable with, but there are totally yeah. people who just adopt whatever the most effective stuff is mm -hmm. and like can't give yeah. them any hate if they're winning in like No, I honestly, if, if that's what works for them. Use, like, what you, use whatever you. don't apologize. Yeah. No, I'm like more into Soros right now. Yeah, same here. I'm, I'm enjoying it, actually. I'm trying to get it for Mrs. Hyven. I Hyden. forgot how much I like Soros. Now that she found that she had Black Town in her inventory this whole time, we're going for Soros for her. Nice. Sorry, I'm mostly paying attention. All right, should we close Sorry. out? <laughs> I have These a question. These updates are getting crazy. Did you guys like the book? The Dream City book? Overall, mm -hmm. yeah. Overall, I did. Did you like the book? Yeah. I like Mara. So My Th there were a few entries that I was kind of borderline on, like some of last week's. Yeah, like I didn't fully understand all of the entries or like the purpose of them being in there because it wasn't a cohesive book. I like a cohesive book, um, mm -hmm. but there was enough even just in this card alone that I appreciated that I was like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I love <laughs> it's a the good book. way to end the book. Yeah. yeah. I kind of love the book, especially like I remember early on when we first got it and I was actually reading some of the entries just parsed out, um, you know, in my like triumphs and stuff. And that was kind of, it was kind of perfect that this book is random like that because you got a bunch of individual stories 
And I just remember reading some of these entries and realizing that Ahamkara could shapeshift or like mm -hmm. learning about the blind well and how like what we were doing was tying into the greater story. And so I kind of thought that like every single one of these cards is kind of random. But for me, they all like gave you a little piece of story that we get somewhere else. And mm -hmm. so I, I kind of like how it definitely is not like a, a true book like some of the other ones have been. But I kind of like how the entries, you can just kind of have a little bit of fun, laugh at some, fill in a little bit of detail in the others, or just poke fun at ourselves like we did in this last one. I thought yeah. it was pretty good. Oh, yeah. Okay. I always wondered. Uh, shout outs, Alamis. Uh, shout out to Blue and Green. For letting us just totally derail their podcast last night or last week when you guys are hearing this. Yeah. Um like we had a ton of fun just jumping in Crucible and and kicking some butt. Um shout out to Ishtar Collective as always. And Shout out to some of my clanmates. You guys are awesome. Next. Do you have, do you have specific clanmates you want to shout out or just clanmates? Because you got like uh, 92 of them now or something. That's why he's not going to start listing. <laughs> right. That's why I don't list them. All. <laughs> Uh, just, just, I'm just leaving it at clanmates. All right, I guess, should I go now? Okay, I was waiting for, like, Orchid to introduce me, and Elemist is just waiting for someone else to talk, and El Orchid's just waiting for me to yeah. talk. It's like we've yeah. never okay, done this hi before. Okay, <laughs> Sorry. Hi Shout out. <laughs> um... I don't really have any shout-outs this week. Uh, shout-out, I guess, to Mrs. Hyven for um, breaking <laughs> Focused Fire. Because <laughs> at one point, I was supposed to be on there, and I just wasn't feeling well. So shout-out to Mrs. Hyven, my wife, for helping me out when I don't feel up to doing things. She understands and is there for me, so thank you. You're welcome. I love you. Aww. Aww. Oh, I love you too. This of is Hyven. I was waiting for the I love you too. Um, <laughs> I got it. I got it. Um, yeah, I don't have a ton of shout outs this week either. So I think, yeah, shout out to um, my husband. I told him recently that I was looking into getting a second monitor. He had done a little bit of research. Um, and then with all this coronavirus stuff going on, I was like, if I have to work from home, I really am going to need that second monitor. And I also just want it in general for a lot of what we do. Um, so I told him Friday that I wanted to push up like getting it. Um, so he immediately really, really sat down, wrote down a bunch of stuff, really researched and figured out our best options. Um, and then when it turned out the best option was something that was so popular, it was not really in stock anywhere around. Uh, he drove you know, normally we take about 30 minutes to get, 25, 30 minutes to get to the micro center near us, but he drove the 50 minutes it took to get to the further one with me. You actually drove. I made you drive that time. That's true. I drove. I drove. I'm sorry. He came with me. 
Um, and um, then when we came home, he helped me set everything up, rearrange like my entire desk. And then it's probably going to have to do a little more tomorrow night uh, when my actual monitor mount <laughs> comes in. So um, he literally rearranged everything just so I could have it for these two days and start getting used to it. Um, and then, like I said, it'll probably all get rearranged again anyways. So I'm very thankful for someone who is such an amazing researcher and helper and um, just will do it's a lot of tedious tasks for me. The power and the <laughs> curse of OCD is beneficial to others and sometimes rough on yourself. But yeah, when it comes to tech, I don't like to do anything half-assed. So, yeah. but on the especially for side, others I was when able it's for to other go people. To Best Buy and throw around a couple of tee hee hee and uh, get a price match on a uh, new keyboard for him. So uh, I love tee hee <laughs> people when I'm yeah. at electronics. He was like, you know, because doesn't Hyven, quite work for me. Hyven no, gets really nervous about having to like return things, ask for price matches or any like or stuff like that where like you don't know how the system people. is. Yeah. So it was funny because I was like, well, if they say no because of X, Y, or Z, you know, I'll just pretend to be the dumb little girl that they think I am. And he was like, I love how most people are like, I'm not going to do that. And you're like, no, if they already think that about no. me, I'm going to use that to my advantage. No, yeah. I, I no. gave her props. Like, I love that, like, I know you're a smart woman, but I love that, like, you are not beyond, not, you know, and I don't, not doesn't sound negative, but she'll, like, she will take advantage of whatever situation mm -hmm. she's in. And make the most of it. And I think that is a beautiful... going to treat me like I'm stupid, mm -hmm. and I can use that to my advantage. You best believe mm -hmm. my teehees are going to be thrown all around. I love... <laughs> I think that is, that is like, respectable and powerful when some... If someone underestimates you, make them regret it. They might not ever know <laughs> it, but, you know, you know what? Use, your, use what you got. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, so I was able I to successfully do that, and I was very excited. And it wasn't like and she did I anything new... horrible. She just... Yeah, no. <laughs> She yeah. just got a price um, match that wasn't like straight up like barcode um, scan this and we're good to go. Yeah, it wasn't a simple price match. So I was pretty excited about that. And um, I got a new work keyboard out of it because I get as old. Yay! Yay! Which is going to be the most bomb work keyboard ever. I'm going to come in there with like really nice keyboard that has backlights that are definitely going to be set to pink, obviously. And obviously. <laughs> Because like, why not? You can't go wrong with mechanical keyboard. I mean, they might be like advertised towards gamers, but just it's just feels the so amount nice. of typing so I nice. do at work. Like, and now that I've come home and been grinding all this week, every day I go back into work after using keyboard so much every night that I'm just like, ill, ill, ill. I don't want to type on this anymore. So mm -hmm. very, very, mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, that's it. Oh, I bet. Oh, my turn. <laughs> my turn for my shout outs. Um, shout out to uh Corey for taking such good care of me. Thank you. Um, Charles is rough. There's a lot of resets. Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> and um shout out to everybody who went in to trials this week, whether you were leveled up or not just to try it out and see how it was like good on you because it's a sweaty nightmare and I know it's really toxic and really awful for people who have never done it before um so good for you for taking the plunge now you know the the d1 and d2 trials bets like probably raffle stomped all over you 
mm-hmm. and you're like, why, why is this even a thing? And it's because uh, we've done it before, and I'm sorry. Not even really, then, but... even then, like, I don't remember D1 trials or even D2 trials for the little bit that I did it. I don't remember it being this toxic. It was that toxic. Uh, I, I, my question is, what do you guys mean by toxic? You're talking like you're getting hate mail. Yep. Hate mail, teabagging. Um, yeah. Yeah. So teabagging has been a thing. That's always, been, that's always especially been a thing. like I think it's just you bring you, you're bungee. I mean, that's a Halo thing. I don't personally teabag. I used to teabag all the time in Halo because it was just a different atmosphere for me. <laughs> but like, yeah, that is that has always been there. As far as hate mail, I don't get hate mail, but I have a buddy when we did trials back in D1. Poor Sean Jones got hate mail every other match because he would use he stuff that people didn't like. His name was too easy. I I honestly think mm-hmm. it was because when they saw a fire team, that was the one person that they could remember because his name was the easiest, but also because he was an invis hunter throwing sticky grenades that were one shot. So when yep. you explode yeah. from an invisible person, so like no, it's it's always been there. We just went into trials. I took mrs hyven into her first trials ever and another buddy first time ever and i thought the experience was um similar it was yeah. a good blend of d1 and d2 um i don't think it was perfect but i think it was good enough to build off of and even if i don't exactly have a team to go in for flawless runs i i kind of liked that it was it was there and that they're like working on having the fact that you can get pinnacle gear from it and powerful drops mm-hmm. for me as a player who doesn't really enjoy playing a lot of PvE anymore, especially, mm-hmm. you know, I, I like I like that thought. So I think they're working on the right yeah. direction. As far as the toxicity, I think that's just going to always be there. And I don't think no matter what yeah. Bungie does, there's no way because, like, I, I get that same stuff in Elimination of, and Comp. Yeah, it's the it's a part of it. It's a, There's a lot more of it in Trials, I think, because it's considered, like, the, the very sweaty heart like heart end game yeah. for PvP. I mean, we didn't get any hate mail today. I don't even know if we had any baggers. I got a little Maybe bit of teabagging that was unnecessary. Yeah, you start okay. getting like unnecessary yeah. teabags and hate mail. I mean, I'm like, you know what? There are just some. So like, the reason I thought it was unnecessary was because like we sucked and we knew it, so it was like chill. Um, but I don't know. I we didn't suck. You guys did a fine job. They were forty power levels higher than you. Give yourself a little yeah. credit. I am um, that I don't know. I teabagging has never really bothered me. I think straight up hate mail would get me. Like I think I would take a lot. The problem with hate mail is I think it would take a lot in me to be like a bigger person, don't respond because I'd be like, "You want to go, mother ever?" <laughs> like Yeah, I, I and think I would right. just, my full on sass would come out and I'd be like, "Okay, let's, let's reel it in. Let's reel yeah. it." In. No, I think I, like Emoting and teabagging is a thing like you can literally do to people to get them mess angry at you so that they play bad. I you can decide if you want to be a teabagger or not. Um, I really don't know that that's a big deal. I think hate mail. That's just a thing. Like shout out to everyone to just be respectful. Yeah, I think um, what also if you want to send someone a like, message, you have to be- put effort in for that. Yeah, it's one of those things. Teabagging where- is just a button, but hate mail. You have to remember a person's name and put full on effort. Like. Come on, you've got better things to do with your time. <laughs> right. 
like teabagging is just a button so like that's why i'm like eh, it's there whatever like you can use it you cannot if you want to be that person whatever but hate mail that's where i'm like mm-hmm. you have better things to do with your time than send me hate mail come on come on no, all i do that's is internet, um man. if someone's being toxic i'll send them a message being like this is already toxic without your attitude like be yeah. good to each other be kind to each other and then oh, usually like, they apologize you need to check your because attitude. i mom shame them Oh, and see, whenever somebody sends me, whenever somebody sends me a message like, you suck, I just respond with, yeah, I know. (laughs) Thanks, I already knew that, though. (laughs) Right. It usually gets them to stop immediately. I quite often just send people thank you with a winky face, and I usually don't get ever a message back. Yeah. I like it. Throw a little egg pan emoji in there. I like how all of us have our own ways of doing this. I haven't experienced it yet, so we'll see. No, how I have gotten some. I have never ever been in an argument with someone who sent me hate mail because I just won't do it. And that is my best advice for anyone. You are not gonna whether it's in game, whether this it. is Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, anywhere. If you get nasty messages, the reason they're arguing with you is not because they want you to to help them understand. Just don't feed into it. You are never gonna mm-hmm. change their mind. It's just. I will also say, keep in mind the people upset. that are out there because. Um, one of the ways I like to add people team is from people that I found, um, you know, in comp, I either, A, I think their name's hysterical or B, their gameplay was, you know, something I felt like I could really We made friends with some people we beat Um, in elimination because we were respectful. We recently beat them, but yeah, I wanted to add them because I thought it was so cool. Um, their names were a, you know, they were a couple too. His and hers. Like Mm -hmm. ours. Yeah. Um, so I was really excited. And I think also making sure, like, if somebody adds you that you're not familiar with, you know, just very politely asking them why. Because I do get nervous to add new people, but I want to do it because I want to reach out and make more friends in the community, um, especially on PC where it can be a little bit harder to connect mm-hmm. with some people. Um, and, you know, the guy was very, very nice. He kind of took the lead amongst the two of them and was like, hey, you know, do I know you? Why did you add me? Um, you know, and was very kind after that. And we've had several really nice conversations. He's checked in and asked how we've done on trials and, you know, what do we mean and how did we get into the game? And so, like, they both have been very friendly. And, you know, so also keep in mind, like, um, that there are really great people out there. Even if you experience some of the toxicity, remember that that is a small part. And um, if you're one of those great people, take the opportunity and the initiative to try and show that because so many times does the hate get shown and not the opposite. Um, so just, just remember yeah. that. There's lots of love out there yeah. too. With PC, because text chat is in-game, it is really easy to send messages back and forth. Um, but you could send someone a, a, a GG if you respected just GG. something, yeah, like you don't need to make yeah, just make it a point to send a GG when you actually mean it every once in a while, and you'll find that you have less time to send hate. Mail. I mean, heck, Hyven got like these, so we got, we got we got paired with these same people in elimination three times in a row. We beat we them kinda played once. like a best out of three. We, we beat, beat them, them once. once, but the first um, match. The first match, we got wrecked, and Hyven had all our kills. He had, like, 12 kills. We had zero. He had gotten a medal for taking no damage. I like, got a ghost in the um, night. Yeah, like, it, it was, was insane. Funny. To the point where nice. these people respected him so much, they sent him a clan invite. <laughs> like, they liked him that well, much. Well, we won the first three rounds, and then I happened to look over, and I realized that my poor 
wife and friend had zero kills and I, I had like, all um, whatever it is like 12 or whatever and then <laughs> went downhill and we lost but we won the second game yeah. as a team and we played them a third mm-hmm. time they ended up winning my thing is in your elimination I if they stay in I like to go best two out of three and we were respectful yeah. and I somehow got a clan invite yeah. I didn't accept it because yeah. I'm happy where I am but it was kind of cool to see that people like respect you it was a challenging match we did yeah. end up losing best two out of three but you know what we had I a guess lot just of be fun. respectful, man. That's all. And we got uh, to that's cool. type of gameplay with the guy with the floaty so much and everything. Like, I haven't experienced a person who does that a lot. But yeah, anyways, long and short of oh, it is. She, she was getting sniped by a warlock using heat rises on Widow's yeah. Court. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, but long and short of it is, if during this new time of trials you find a lot of toxicity, just try and ignore it and push it out and come find us on Twitter and we'll give you lots of love or our Discord because there's plenty of love out there and we are more than happy to share it with you guys so if you need to have a nice reminder why this community is actually awesome despite the little bits of toxicity you might find in trials or anywhere else in the game come talk to us because we have lots of lots of love yeah yeah our twitter is guardians underscore lore jesus let me do my job mrs ivan i was giving you a transition (laughs) your transition was really long (laughs) whatever fabulous you know what i do i'm the queen of tangents i'm not the lady of bum bums i'm the queen of tangents i don't think so you're a lady of bum bums forever (laughs) okay so transition brother uh our email is guardians underscore lore at outlook.com uh please leave us review wherever you can do so you know let us know when you do so we can go look at it uh join our discord and you can if you want to you know see this kind of nonsense all day every day um you can friend me on twitter at hey it's orchid or mrs hyven at mrs underscore hyven almas doesn't really tweet so but it's at i underscore am underscore (laughs) i like how your face is just like really bitch Eh. but he didn't say anything because he knew it was right (laughs) he's like i don't much but you can still hit me up. i like and share i like and retweet shit if you want to be friends if you want to actually be friends and interact with with two of the four people on this podcast, you know, find Mrs. Hyven and I. I will say why well, I don't want Hyven's to be contacted. Hyven's not on Twitter. Ele- well, I have one, but <laughs> element. I will say that just because somebody is not actively like sending messages, does not mean they don't want friends. So Elemist might still want your friendship. Elemist We're all has different. Ninety two friends in his clan that he didn't want to name. I expect a full <laughs> list next week. A full list. I want a full roster of every That's single person in your clan. Also, Orchid's new name is um, Hoarder of Friends, by the way. Hoarder of Friends? Oh, is that Hoarder. my name now? Yeah. Am I Hoarder of Friends now? Yeah. After last night, yeah. Last night, she was like, Everybody. let's all be friends! I want to be your friend! Be my friend! Come be my friend. <laughs> it's a Hoarder of Friends, but it's okay. We, we, we all became friends I like last friends. Night. Friends are great, so. Yeah. Okay, Whatever. you want you want the full list? You want oh the God, full no. list? No, 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 we don't. no! I regret my decision! Right, I'm guys. at 95. Okay, let's, thank you let's guys. Let's sign off. Jump in before we get distracted. Orchid, is your neck still burnt?
Oh, Babe, I said before we get distracted. God I was damn. Gonna say, as you said, it ate her skin. I know. That, like, I, how it's, would... a, that's a serious <laughs> one, though. It's because I'm on immunosuppressant, so I heal really slowly. Mm, that makes sense. You're like the anti-Wolverine. Which is, yeah. Like, if you put adamantium in me, I'd be screwed. Like, <laughs> there'd be no healing. I would just be knives and blood everywhere. And just be, like, me on the ground with, like, You're that one that like, around. <laughs> you're the realistic where, well, crap, that sure yeah. didn't work. Wow. So... <laughs> that whole before we get distracted. She's like, weapon X, or weapon one through uh, nine. You had the option, babe, and you took too long. I'm just kidding. All right. Mm-hmm. Um sure i'm the one where they're like do we really want to keep going on this project like do you see what just happened (laughs) thanks that's really expensive like don't think that worked out we just put a lot of adamantium into her that's a lot of money (laughs) well that's okay you could separate the meat out from the adamantium and then you can remelt it and then we'll put it in this guy over here (laughs) he looks pretty stacked it'll probably be fine (laughs) i love the look on Trial, <laughs> what am I listening to? Anywho, uh, <laughs> yeah. How do we do this again? I, I am hosting. Everyth- I can do this. Everything right. that I All think right. is supposed to Quiet. be up is up. So Quiet. everything Quiet. is up. Quiet. Quiet. Everything. Wait, before we start, <laughs> did you not see my Saint Fourteen? Let me play the song of my people. No. What is that? Sorry. Uh it's in our chat. Where? Which one? The one that we're in right now. Right now? Yeah. There's a song in here? Yeah. There's a screenshot. I see a screenshot. What is that? Yeah. That's it. It's me standing in the chest playing St. 14, the song of my people. What is is that? She's got the trombone. I'm playing the coin emo. Oh, coin. Whatever. Coin emo is the song of my people. That's the song of your people, the coin? But you don't gambit. I didn't know I that do? coin uh, flicking was a thing, though. It makes a ting ting. Phrasing. Hmm? You look. Elvis' face. Oh, he froze is in stuck. a very beautiful. He froze in an amazing way. Uh, <laughs> you look so confused. Nope, there you go. There you go. Okay, there you're we back. Because you're just like you had that horrified look on, but it was frozen on the horrified looks. So you're like, second mouse. Phrasing. Orn, guys, I have two mice plugged in right now, and I have nobody decided. cares. Everybody quiet. Orkin's starting this now. Go, go. Mouse DP. No, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I was about to pull them both up and. No. <laughs> you guys can have this conversation afterwards. Is, are you sleeping? My attention span is small today. <laughs> I have already sat in this chair for hours today. That's because you don't have any makeup on. That's why your attention. Yes, I also really stop. Like, don't want to look at my face anymore. It's so fucking ugly. <laughs> turn the, they turn the camera. Then focus off. on me. Focus on turn this the pretty thing. Off. What do I do that? Focus on this pretty thing. Then you guys won't be able to see me when I raise my hand because I need to say something. When do uh, we ever? Yeah. Do yeah. You know just double click. Double click on Heaven's face. That's what I normally do. Click on my nightmare of a face. No, see, I'm still looking at myself in the super tiny box. Cover it. God damn. Cover your tiny box. You're so. You just have to look at yourself all the time. Freezing. Wow. All right. Anyway, wait, wait, wait. Before before you start, one second. It's the backup recording. It's working. I just something is. That's wrong. 
Also, oh, I'll have it fixed in just huh? a second. Get your snack. I I have the fuck out of here. Oh, what? Everything okay. disappeared? <clears throat> what? <laughs> All right, Wait I'm a second. Do <laughs> you quit this podcast? This is our last episode. Game. Why would it be that? No. Bum, bum, bum. Goodbye. We're done here. <laughs> episode bum, 60. Bum, bum, bum. Goodbye. For the last time. Part three, the last Dang. episode of Guardians of War. <laughs> we ruined Focus Fire Chat. We podcast. The apocalypse is happening. Right. <laughs> what other podcast can we be on to also ruin? Okay. <laughs> I don't know what in the world. For some reason, my hotkeys did something. Weird I would say Destiny Unfiltered, but that's, I that's exactly where be we belong. Not really. I'm going to be on his podcast on the 7th of April and I will ruin it. Let me know if All you right. need help. Have you I'm listened good. to that podcast? Yeah. I don't I'm think you can ruin it. it. I think I can. That sounds like a dare. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Doing All right. All right. Okay. All left. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Doing it. <clears throat> I am Elemist. This is Hyven. This is Mrs. Hyven. I'm with Ted. Already done here. <laughs> Already done here, people. Whatever. Elemis, you are voted off the island. I love the look on her face. It was like, he did not. Yeah, but he did. But I you, like you, it. You fed into it. You could have just edited it out and it would have been okay. Yeah. Now this is a thing. And now, now we've been talking about Everybody it for like shut 20 up. seconds. I'm going to re-say my intro, and then all of this shit was going to go in the blooper. <laughs> all right? Okay, do it. Do it. The land around them is shapeless rock that will become an obeyed? I think that's obeyed. Sounds reasonable enough. The land around them is shapeless rock that will become an abade to those left behind. Obad. Mara... Huh? Now you speak up. It's like Obad or Ab Abad. You know your Abad. mic is like way it's your face on girl, right? Yeah, I know. It's like a Obad? It's Obad. Obad. I just looked it up on Google. Oh, okay. I'm on okay. poem or piece I looked of music it up. appropriate to the dawn. Yes. Or okay, this is what it means. But when I look it up, I also get a bunch of lingerie. Nice. So I'm not sure well, I understand. Double this, this entire card, card anyway, is we'll get to that. real sexy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. we'll get to that. I'm muting yeah, we'll myself again. Sorry. The land around them. Wow, I started out. Fuck. All that lingerie in your head. Right. <laughs> it's that lingerie and fish stink you got going on. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> However, perhaps the ghost had had made... Fucking hell. However, perhaps... No, fuck it. I'm just doing the whole thing. Now the queen asked the Techians to assist the differences between... To assess... Fucking... Fuck, 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 fuck. <sighs> okay. Can we use that fuck? drop? <laughs> fuck. There's three fuck? more after that. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Sound like a duck. Sound like Asher Mir. 
I'm fuck, just as cranky. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> fuck it all, assistant. Well, you'd be cranky too if you jacked off with like the arm of a like Vex every night. That's why. That's why you end up being a switch hitter. Work uh, on your bad hand. Yeah, but maybe he likes that stranger. That cold metallic stranger, sure. No, that yeah. no. That Vex milk stranger. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> so anyway, Ghost, wait, stand by for resurrection. He's part Vex. Yeah, his arm. You've never he noticed. Stole it from I knew arm. he was part something, and I knew that it was kind of taking him over. But how? Yep, that's Vex. You know what? We're gonna swing back to that later because I have a whole other <laughs> question after discussing the Vex with Blue yesterday. So <laughs> remind me of this. Okay.